2: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K. staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And, well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world
1: on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And
2: now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WIOK News Radio. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good well, morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? I'm just fine. How was your
0: week? My week feels like it was a day. What I don't do you know mean? about you, but I just feel like the older I get, the more <clears throat> I feel like days, go quick, weeks wait, 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 I just know. go into one thing. I know. And I am so disturbed by the fact that this is the third week of... Um, August, August, and I feel like the last two months of the summer just seem to have disappeared. Well, they always do. They They always fly by. Well, anyway. Everything's fast. But I'm looking, I've been loving the weekends for the last couple weekends with the weather being as wonderful as it was. spent a lot of time with friends and family out on the boat. I have a spider that has your name on it. (laughs) please <laughs> 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 and other than that um, not a whole lot I've just been pretty sedentary and running back and forth between Lake Wall and Paul Pack in here and how's the captain doing the cats have been doing fine no captain oh captain um of the ship well he's not being captaining much i know but you you still got to give him that title well he did go actually he did go out for a ride yeah and um it was difficult getting him on and off Uh the boat but other than that um he enjoyed himself immensely and he's very happy to let anybody else drive the boat okay so that's a big difference
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh but he's he's good, and it's uh we're looking at some other options of how we might be able to get him on and off the boat rather than the walking up and down the steps mm-hmm. so we'll we're gonna work on that and see if he can do it so my my nephew is coming this weekend uh he's the one that um, went through temple law that we talked yes. about, and he's uh uh, working with uh, Drinker Biddle in Philadelphia, and his main squeeze is um, starting her third year of Temple Law, and she finished an internship, so they squeezed in a week of vacation, and they're going to come up and see us for a little bit this weekend. That's good. So I'm looking forward to hearing the stories about how things are work related. Yeah, work related. Mm-hmm. Yeah and then the following weekend is uh labor day weekend. Labor day yay and my sister's finally making an appearance oh nice yeah nice so i'm looking forward to that and then we have to deal with where do we store the boat i can't i just can't believe we're there already uh-huh. i feel like i just took it you out, took it out. you probably
2: did well, next week I will be on. I know you vacation. Will. Have you made any vacation? plans? Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do a, a couple day trips. I'm a true day tripper, so yes, I'm gonna do good. some of that. I need to get some work done, like some things done. I have to focus on some things at home, so I just need time to be home and get things organized, and um, and that consists of cleaning out many. Of my thousands of clothes and getting rid of things um and i need some time to do it so that's what i'm going to do but in between i'll be taking day trips here there and everywhere and we'll see how that goes so that's my plan and i just like the fact that i don't have any meetings well, that's good. Or work-related stuff. I mean, you, with your own business, you know, you always have to be there just in case. So I know it's not like I won't be doing anything, but I didn't make meetings outside of my office. Let's put it that way. Good that move. makes it uh, a lot easier. So, um, and Sean Cadden Foley had all of his interviews two weeks ago um, at Yale, where the law schools you meet with, and he had like nineteen interviews and now and then they call you back and then they schedule you for another interview so he had several interviews and he has accepted he was offered a in an internship next summer with davis polk which is a major uh, law firm in new york city mm-hmm. and so that's what he will be doing next year and then uh, you know with that what usually happens is they offer them a job exactly. at the end of their second year so, so what is the, the end is of both? for law school is that a, a political it's a, I, I, it's a, a kind of a i was trying to read up on it does a lot of different things yeah. but it's a very long standing it's international um, they have offices in in hong kong and london and several other places that i can't remember off the top of my head um washington dc on the on the state side um new york city several places in the country our country and um it, but it's um one of the from what i understand it's one of the top 10 in the that's great um i want to say country i'm thinking that's it but if you're an international law firm i don't know but it's um so he's delighted and ready to go good for him he said he likes the people there he's met them and he's done like some research about people who have been there a lot of people who do um, government work have worked at that law firm and that's that's his eventual path i think is to get you know to go in that direction Mm -hmm. so both of my children Tommy is um, in, 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 uh, on the West Coast for work now, but will be moved into his new digs uh, the end on the thir- uh, 30th of this month. Mm-hmm. And so next summer, they both will be in New York City. And then when Sean gets out, that's where they'll be. So it's kind of nice. They're in the same location. And yeah. Sean is can still, from New Haven, can still jump on the train and get into the city. Oh, yeah. So that works out, too. So, oh, mm-hmm. it's all good. So that's good for you. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody is where they where you want them to be. Yeah, so very like happy. That. Thank God. Knock that's good. Board. And so Monday night, we went to my mom's, my sister owns our family home. And so um, she had renters who were moving out and new people coming in. So she had some time. So Monday night, my brother Jimmy's five children and Barbara and I had dinner on the deck of my mother's you know where we grew up and um that's nice because two of them are going away back to school timmy who goes to um temple he's in his last year and mary kate who's in her second year at penn state uh main campus so uh there are and seamus is a big football player with dunmore seamus cadden and um matthew is works for uh tom hesser uh nissan and goes to johnson and little Jack is still, he's only 10, so he's at Dunmore uh, Elementary or whatever grade he's in. I can't even remember. But um, so anyway, it was fun. It was nice to be with them all. They're such good kids. And um, we had a nice night, Monday night. And lots of, then I went out with friends from the old Third National Bank days, Mary Jean Hunt, Dixon, Linda Dunder-Riley, and Midge garvey macarthur and uh, we went to la Cucina last night we had a nice night reminiscing linda brought all these old photos oh. of um <laughs> lots oh. of pictures of us when we were very yes, young exactly. having lots of fun so it was a good time i love those meetings with gals from <sighs> The past. the past. It's so, yeah. you know, just so neat to look and just think of God, you just, we were so young and we, mm-hmm. you don't even know what you, who you are, what you have then, you know? No clue. So. Uh-huh. Was, was there a, a walk that's coming up? No, well, the walk's not till the end of the month, Mara, uh, the twenty okay. eighth. But we'll talk more about it at the beginning of the month. But yes, if you um, er, register early before the middle of September, you will order. You will register at twenty five dollars versus thirty. And if you go as a team, five people or more, you can do it for twenty dollars a person. Nice. And there'll be signage along the walkway at McDade Park on the twenty eighth of September for Hospice of the Sacred Heart's Remembrance Walk. They'll put a sign up like a political sign that'll the size of a political sign that'll have the name of your team so you go walk around say hey there's our team that's photos of the team all that fun stuff and then you just finished um the camp the camp ended last week and it was well that was incredible um, coverage coverage Uh that i mean chris kelly I know hey, that was great. Hey, well, the first year Sarah Hofius covered it for us, and yes. she did a great job. Um, second year, Cat Bolus covered it equally, and then Chris took it this year. And I, I kind of like that different. Um, um, Reporters go and journalists mm-hmm. go see it and get their take on what it looks like and feels like to them, and um, it, it's it's just a truly remarkable camp. It I, is. I can't I can't tell you every single person on Friday when each of the artists for the campers spoke. Well, when Jennifer spoke, when I spoke, when all the can, can, campers spoke. Um, because Diane Baldy was on vacation that week, so she wasn't with us for that, um, the, the, the um, performance at the end. Um, it, everybody has chokes up because it, it's just a natural thing. It just almost takes over mm-hmm. because these children come in and they get to, they don't know them, you know, each other other than if they're siblings. And they come into this place in the summer and, um, they meet all these new artists and what they're going to be doing for the year and or the month the week and how they're going to put it all together and they walk out the dearest of friends like when you hear them as the photos that julie jordan takes and then dan Semrel media um, simrel media puts it all together on a slideshow mm-hmm. and shows those pictures the kids laugh and they're hitting you know bumping into each other while they're sitting on the floor watching this week unfold in front of their eyes um and it you know it makes you know it's they get they're they're brought together by grief and they're they're linked together forever for from some kind of love through the arts and through meeting themselves and through hospice of the sacred heart who offers the program so it's um where does one see that it, it you can't it's not something oh, okay. for public view but the point is that that's just you know it's just how it is it's just so special these kids just and and all the 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 hospice of the Sacred Heart swag i mean sleeping bags and and sweet sweatshirts and t-shirts and bags and journals and you know everything they they took they did we did a toy story kind of theme this year so we had mr and mrs potato head and that you can dress them up and <laughs> um they That's did this dance good. at the end this fun g- dance and joanne arduino said it was like their favorite thing to do inside of a sleeping bag oh good uh, a red sl- <laughs> so it was just so much fun they just wonderful young what are the young ages, kids, the kids different sleeping. ages but these i think may be were eight to maybe 12 uh some yes last year some of them were a little bit younger mm-hmm. but that's kind of where it is mm-hmm. sometimes a little bit older just depends
0: i thought it was a wonderful thing and it was just so nice to see all those photos and the story that chris kelly told about told. it was just it was really heartwarming mm-hmm. you know it was really nice to know that somebody was taking care of the emotional I don't know what you call it what was left over um from that experience and in another way, it also converts the experience of hospice from something that's so bad and so mm-hmm. painful into something that was such fun
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that's a good thing
2: yeah, and that's I mean that's truly what what it it is I mean hospice is what it is unfortunately they you know, are there to care for sick, very, very sick uh, people uh, yep. bo- of all ages. It doesn't, as you mm-hmm. know, illness doesn't discriminate. Um, so they're there for it and they see it. But to let these kids who have experienced such tremendous tremendous loss and whether you're a patient of hospice or not we have programs for um, bereavement and many things throughout the year from uh uh, couples to the surviving spouse to um, children through our dragonfly program many 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 things um that you are available to be to help through our bereavement programs and um the fact that this special thing gives these children that opportunity to be in a camp and to learn to heal and love through the arts—it's just—it's its so special. It's—it's it's wonderful, and and you know by virtue of that fact, we have wonderful sponsors who stepped up through um, was are the state of Pennsylvania because we had the governor's awards here last year. They put mm-hmm. out many grants. They supported it. The Lackawanna County arts and culture grant we got this year. Um, New York Life, who is our presenting sponsor, Sponsor who believes in us, has always been part of our Dragonfly fly program and has, through team grants and many other ways, have helped us with their employees coming the whole week, Lynn, picking up food, helping with whatever they could do, being there that day, moving and lugging and taking care, just ha- all hands on deck with New York Life. And these people are just incredible and have been part of the hospice mission through Dragon fly mm-hmm. and now they're with this it's just it's just special and then of course we have sunita uh era one source and micheline Pagnati from pegnati enterprises who are sponsors and every year they say yes because they so believe in it that's and we great. got the ice cream truck from fidelity bank Yay. at the end which was always nice that's great so we're going to take a very quick break you're listening to laurie and lynn show and we will be right back it's saturday
1: morning with laurie and lynn now back to laurie and lynn
2: everybody Um, uh, welcome back you're listening to laurie and lynn show i'm laurie cadden the owner of laurie cadden enterprises which is a fundraising pr and special event business and i am lynn evans i'm the managing
0: director of a company called women of substance llc which is a financial planning firm specifically for the needs of baby boomer women i'm also the uh, host of a podcast called power of the purse and that's available on itunes stitcher and google play I have a question for you, Ms. Cadman. Yes. If you were given the choice between saying I quit when you are ready to quit a job or I'm retiring, which would you say?
2: Which would I rather say? Mm -hmm. Meaning if I had the financial means to do both?
0: You're ready. Would you say I quit or would you say I'm retiring?
2: Uh, I don't think if I was the age to retire, I would say retire. I would say I quit. (laughs) It's interesting that you say that,
0: (laughs) because that is a very important question that people never think about. And this article I was reading, thought I was reading, and I thought, wow, that is so true. If you say you quit, there's something about that that's very empowering. But if you say I'm retiring, people throw a whole lot of stuff on that. Like it's, oh, you're going into a space where you're going to be all about, um, you know, is reti- relaxation, playing golf with the, uh, the grandkids. It's basically leisure time. But if you say you quit there's a, there's an empowering way of looking at that is that you've made a choice. I don't need this anymore. I'm going on to something else. Mm -hmm. It could be that you're going to just hang out and play with the grandkids, but there's something about that conversation that I never even thought about. And this is really interesting. (laughs) And this person who wrote this, um, and I can't remember really what the name of the, of the author was here, but it's, um, there's a big difference and this i think it was a woman who said the simple truth is that after the glow of retirement wears off many of us will find ourselves wanting or needing to work unfortunately when we tell our friends family employers business partners and other contacts that we are retiring we put ourselves in an iron cage with no door From a psychological perspective, announcing our retirement tells us that we are, where'd that go? This thing is crazy. Um, Leaving the workplace for good. And as a result, our colleagues and business partners cannot help but put us in a quote, retired, unquote, bucket. Mm -hmm. That means that if we decide to start a business, look for consulting work, join a company part-time, or look for another job... We'll have an uphill battle convincing the people in our network that we still have what it takes to succeed. That's interesting that that people would look at that. I like it. But it's true. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, they sure as heck won't be actively looking for opportunities for us. Why should they? We just told them we've retired telling everyone that you are retiring feels good. There's a sense of accomplishment that you get by telling the world you have arrived at retirement. If we are totally honest, it's also nice to see the look of jealousy that others give us (laughs) when we tell them we won't be coming back to work. Mm -hmm. That's true. But I think it's come on. This thing's darmina. I can't move it, but we're getting there. Okay. Um, Not knowing the truth about our financial situation, our friends and family assume that we have enough money to live in style for the rest of our lives. This is rarely the case. Mm -hmm. Besides, shouldn't we ask ourselves, if it's really any business, what we do when we retire... Uh, sorry when we leave our current employer why does it matter that we're leaving our current job at 65 versus 45 some of us will want to play golf for the next 20 years but many more will find themselves looking for work before they can say four ultimately what i'm saying is that you lose absolutely nothing by keeping your cards close to your chest if you tell your employer that you're leaving to pursue other opportunities, you avoid being put into the retirement bucket. You can still sit on the beach sipping piña coladas, but if you do decide to start a business, go back to the office, do some consulting or work part-time, it won't come as a shock to anybody. Uh, I realize there are many people reading this article who worked for companies with a well-defined pension plan if you have specialized skills that can only be applied in a large organization and a big pension waiting for you it may not matter whether the world thinks you are retiring in fact it may be nice to celebrate with your new gold watch and a glass of champagne but if you are like the majority of us who worked in more general professions and with multiple employers celebrating Your retirement with the world may not be in your interest. At the very least, the decision to officially retire versus pursue other opportunities should be made consciously. It really is no one else's business how you plan on spending life after age 65 unless you want it to be. So there's the question, which is what I just asked you. Would you feel more comfortable telling people that you're officially retiring or I quit?
2: Or I quit working.
0: Well, there's that. Yeah,
2: there, uh, (laughs) there, exactly. But there's something about you know that old line. You know, you don't quit. Don't kind. It's, it's just like there's so there is so much. And I'm. Have you ever quit a job? Yes. Without another one? Yes. Mm -hmm. Me too. (laughs) And I I did not. I I was not. afraid at all.
0: Well, that's pretty cool, because I was a nervous wreck. Well, here's
2: why, though. <laughs> I always have my real estate license. Well, that's true. So I always have a fallback. It, not that I, it, it's not, I mean, obviously, you can't just walk in and get paid. Right. But, but it, there's a career I have, which is why I always keep it and always have that. So that was one, but the, and I, that's what I kind of just kind of eased into. But I really didn't do anything more. Yeah. And it took a matter of, I can't tell you, I, I had so many opportunities mm-hmm. I, initially that it just it just happened that's when I worked then for the Scranton Cultural Center yeah that's when Joanne Fremiati knew that I was no longer where I was at and said oh my god I wanted you to work here forever will you come and work for me (laughs) and I said um yeah and I did went part time first because I thought let me see and um it just I just think if you do that and then I quit another place Mm -hmm. and um i it's be it's it's because i did not like what was going on and didn't like the treatment and i won't i'm not going to stand for it so i uh, it there's but then i remember when i was so much younger i wanted to quit somewhere and well actually i wanted to quit at third national bank years ago and not for one part because of one person mm-hmm. and um it just, it it was silly and it went not be, you know, I got over it. Well, not really, but I stayed is my point. And, and I'm thrilled I did because I loved every minute of being there except for that one part. And I just think, but I was petrified. I was a young kid. I, I mean, I made no money there anyway, but I just was too afraid. And as you know, I quit nursing school well that was your first big that quit. was my own that was my for, yes through life that yes. was exactly what it was quit yep. and scared that I wasn't scared I yeah. knew I would be fine whatever I did mm-hmm. but I was afraid of how my parents were going to view my leaving and they yeah. were and rightfully so I would be with my children very disappointed yes but it's you know it, everything happens for a reason i really really believe that i know I sometimes too. people think it's just cliche but it, it really does you end up where you're supposed to be
0: so um if you honor yeah. that yes if you honor it but yeah. there are so many people that will stay in jobs Stuck just because because they're and either they're afraid miserable. or they
2: don't want to do it. way miserable and, and sometimes I, you have to believe, though, are they just miserable in general? <laughs> like, really? Yeah, which and came first, the yeah, miserable or the job? Right. I don't know. I don't know. But but um, jobs can make you, because I remember the one job that I quit, I hated going to sleep at night because I knew I had to wake up and go, and I, had to, I hated waking up because I knew I had to go. Yeah. When that's you are getting good. to, that's not good. Mm-mm. And that old line, the, the, the fear of... Um, the fear of being without it your the pain of being in it is greater than the fear of being without it is when you make your decision that's, the, that's regardless the right. of what it is yep it is and that's when you and do it and until you reach that pain point yeah Right, that's the deal. So it's, it is, it's, it's tough. And I want to mention, too, um, Friday, Saturday, uh, Monday night, I was at the Gene uh, Kane Memorial Golf Tournament for Friendship House at Glen Oak. And we Did went you up golf fighting oh, golf. Oh, are guys. No. I sleep faster than people golf. <laughs> so, um, I, although one thing I love about it is the networking. But yeah. no, you can't talk. You can't, at least at the in the during it. People, shh, shh. Yeah, no, it's right. too slow for me. Way too slow. But I kind of like the whole atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I like the country club thing. I like mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, we do it every year, and it's sponsored, but it's by you know in honor of the Kane family's dad, Gene, and it was wonderful, wonderfully attended. Great night. It was at Glen Oak. Jeff uh, Spagna does a great job up there, and so we went up as a group of uh, a lot of us who don't golf went up for the dinner. On the board, the board members went up and mm-hmm. had dinner together, and it was such a nice night. It was a beautiful night, hot, humid, but very nice. So it was nice to be there. there's a group of us: Diane Baldy, Joanne Arduino. Um, uh, Leland uh, Shepard, Deb Peterson, Judge Tom Blewett—they um, were with our. That was our group, and then um, Joe Tomko. He he actually golfed, which was mm-hmm. wonderful. But a lot of people are on vacation, so we missed yeah. out on a few. But um, it was a very nice nice time, and uh, always a good time and a good money maker for um, friendship House. And Jim Martin and Christine Gilroy did a great job. Good. So that's what I have to say. So we are coming back with a wonderful brand new, our friend Beth Langston from Fidelity Bank, brand new fr- branch manager, a uh, uh, born and raised there in that, well, I don't know born and raised, but lives in, in uh, Mountaintop in their new location, which opens in September. So we will be right back to talk a little bit with her. Please continue listening. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show.
1: It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn now Back to Laurie and
2: Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am
0: the managing director of a company called uh, Women of Substance, LLC which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And we have um, a a special guest expert this morning. This is her first time with us. So we just wanna make sure that she's feeling comfortable and good about talking about Fidelity Bank. Her name is Beth Langston. She has over 19 years of experience in banking and serves as assistant, VP, and branch manager of Fidelity Bank's new mountaintop office, which is slated to open in September of 2019. She's a graduate of Bishop Hannon High School. She's an active member of the community, serving in roles with the Kingston and Wilkesbury Rotaries, and is a past president of the Wyoming Valley Chapter of the American Institute of Banking. She and her husband of 33 years, Timothy, reside in Mountaintop. Welcome, Beth thank you hi
2: beth hi. did you say hannon bishop hannon high school yes mm-hmm. so which year beth? Hoban. Hoban. I'm Hoban. I'm i was gonna say did I, I say thought, hannon? yes you said hannon. i'm sorry that's why Hoban. i thought i was gonna then i once she said hannon i thought okay now i'm gonna start asking you questions <laughs> about scranton and then i thought okay all right so it's Hoban bishop oh, Hoban. there Hoban. we go all right bishop hannon bishop Hoban h those bishops what the heck oh here we go <laughs> one is in luzerne county One was in Scranton or Lackawanna County. So, Beth, you've been banking a long, long time. You're going to be the branch manager of Fidelity's new branch in Mountaintop, which happens to be where you live, which we spoke about your last bank. You had to drive a different direction to get to in wacky weather. And now here you are in your own backyard. What do you think about that? How's that going to make you feel?
1: I am thrilled. It's going to be really nice to just get in the car and be there in two minutes
2: Mm -hmm. And when you decided to go with fidelity how how, did you leave you the bank you were at before did you leave them to take this position yes so how Mm -hmm. did that were you a little nervous about that sure but um
1: yeah i I mean i I worked there for 13 years so sure it's always um a a little bit of a difficult decision yeah you know i worked with a lot of great people i enjoyed the job um but this was very intriguing. Good opportunity for and it, right? And obviously being right, you know, in Mountaintop near my house, I would have the opportunity to, to work in my community and be a part of the community that, um, you, serve, you know, I, right? I serve. Right.
2: Be, and I think it's so important. I mean, as I told you, when I walked in years and years ago, I was a branch manager, a couple of different banks, one in, two in Philadelphia, a couple in Scranton. And the, the need for branch managers to be involved in the community i think is so great because number 1 it's great business development right because you're out there right. and you see right. what's available and then you say hey i'm a banker and maybe the business will come your way it only makes sense that when you're out there as that person people want to work with you if they know you get to know you think hey i like the bank i like you i'm going to do my business there exactly. so is that I, I must be a better feeling for you going into this, knowing it is in Mountaintop, right, versus Hazleton or wherever you were before. It's a little bit, it's kind of much more a home base, so therefore that's going to be greater opportunity
1: for you. Yes, and it seems to be by design at Fidelity. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of banks don't do it that way, but at Fidelity, most of the branch managers do live in, in the community. community. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a I smart think move. It's it wonderful <laughs>
2: because yeah. it, it makes sense. We know they say going to the bank is not the most fun. People don't always think, oh, I want to go. Number one, at Fidelity. It is a good experience because you get coffee, you get cookies. Lynn gets her cookies yes. all the time. And I might also add that that's a
0: requirement. <laughs> oh from yeah, that's going forward. If <laughs> anyone
2: <laughs> from Fidelity Bank it, comes into <laughs> she, this
0: place, I require chocolate chip cookies. She, oh, that's what she'll tell. Branch.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, and they they usually comply. Uh, I can't eat them because I have celiac yeah. disease, but they bring me little trinkets. And now I've had—I think I've had every trinket you have, I think any you do. swag that Fidelity has, <laughs> I own now. But um, it, it's—it like you said, by design, it works. It makes sense. Who, when you're out there, you don't want to go into a bank other than for the cookie. So when you're doing this, you want to make sure that why not see a friendly face, your neighbor, someone who you know and like
0: absolutely and I, I have to tell you a funny story because this is really this is good speaking of the chocolate chip cookies and fidelity i had a woman uh, come in uh, to see me uh, maybe a month ago and uh we were talking about all the things that we do the banking relationships that we have and i mentioned to her that i've been with fidelity for a very long time and that i one of the reasons why i love fidelity is i kind of gather up my checks so that i know i could make A copy of it on my phone and deposit it but then i don't get to go and get the cookies Oh, so i said to her i i just accumulate checks and then i i go to the bank and i get my cookies and she said are you serious i said yes i love the cookies so honestly the woman called the local bakery and told me bakery that i should go to this place creative um creative cakes in yeah, Park I love Summit. her stuff yeah she ordered a pound of cookies for me and told me to go pick up pick up whatever i wanted including chocolate chip cookies wow
2: at the bakery
0: at, for, at because as she, payment for the time that i spent with wow, her wow
2: how cute wow. is that so because you told her about your I love told of fidelity and you know what beth every check she deposited she gets a cookie uh, for each check so that's oh. how she that's what she does takes wow. them home and won't share them with that's Patrick a good plan. never yeah, never share them with anyone See, that's she that's no, she she hoards them all. I do. So, Beth, what is going to happen in that neck of the woods as far as op- open houses, grand openings, all that? And yours is very high tech, like the the most recent Fidelity branches, right? With all that,
1: with all the bells and whistles. Yes, we'll we'll have upgraded equipment. Um, different. Um, uh, we have coin machines in all of our branches, where mm-hmm. you can bring your loose coin and. We have the latest and the greatest, so of course all our equipment, you know, we always try to innovate and bring the latest technology into every branch we build, Uh so we will have that. The same
2: face. We also have, and he's not saying much. We just to make everyone feel at ease. I don't want to
1: just jump in and, yeah, and do this. I want can't. to see this show. Fast Freddy great. is sitting it's in awesome. with
2: us, and he's yes. m- making mimic doing things. Well, to no, Beth, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying all uh, this. She's Alice. doing a, great She's job. Doing a <laughs> fabulous a job. job. It's quite informative, see, and I yeah. enjoy the talk. I love cookies too. My yeah. brother-in-law just got a bunch sent in from Denver. They're awesome, <laughs> and right. I would like to say that I dated a couple girls from Bishop Hannon back in the day, but, and it was awesome. But Bishop Holman, well, yeah, Bishop I know. I never met any of them. He never met any of them. He oh, said I any gosh, of those, them. any of those chicks. Well, I can't say anyone that. right now. This <laughs> That's is a Bishop Hoben. Yeah, I know. Chick. I was also taken upside the head by Power of the Purse at the Hotel California in Archbold in 1993, so I know all about that <gasps> as well. <laughs> yeah. What? We're off track. You could check yeah. in, but you could never leave. <laughs> yep. Way off anyway, track. Anyway, Beth, go ahead. So tell us a uh, rest. Of, when's the grand? Is there a definite date for the grand
1: opening yet, or where we're yet with that? Um. I would say we have a definite date. Okay, um, but but September no, September 28th and 28th, 29th, Saturday like. and Sunday. So uh-huh. that that's our official grand opening.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Will you be taking advantage of, in the future when events are happening up there of calling your a, a dragon and getting your ice cream, the ice cream truck to come up oh, and, and all of your yep. stuff up there? Yes, absolutely. Have, they are that that thing is one of the most popular things. Yes, it going. is. It's it is. We
1: had the ice cream truck in Mountaintop for Fourth of July. They have a parade and a festival. Yeah. So we had the, the ice cream truck at the <laughs> festival and people just couldn't believe it was free. So where, yeah.
2: ha- I know, I, I love the whole idea. Where have you been training um, since you're there?
1: Um, well, you know, our, our, our training, like the formal training right. is in uh, the main office in Dunmore. But I've traveled around to, to most branches. of the branches to see different management styles and, um, you know, help when, when managers are on vacation. Mm-hmm. Have you been to like the that. West Side branch? I have not. I, I was there once but I have not actually worked out of that branch. Well, that's where you should. When Better you have get to go call there. Deb
2: Yearing <laughs> who's over there now and say, "Deb, when you're going on vacation, <laughs> I'll help you out cuz I hear I should be <laughs> in Westside for a while." See, we're all Westsiders. Oh.
0: Doesn't yeah. get
2: me better. But but I love that brand. Those banks are so neat. And we know that one and then the Pittston location. Mm-hmm. Yours is the one that's coming is that open yet? The one in Dallas is it? The Dallas? back Mountain, back yes, Mountain. Been yes. Open and that's very simple. Mm-hmm. That's the same setup, yes. right?
1: That's, wow, it's a great design and it's it's something unique to the mountaintop landscape. Oh, yeah! So yeah, I'm really is. excited, uh-huh. you know, for it to be completed.
2: So when you got this job, did your family, beside who your immediate family, did your, fan like brothers, sisters, cousins, anyone still live in that neck of the woods with you? My sister. So was she? Was she think? Oh, now I can go and say I'm the branch manager's was sister, she, and I could get a good seat, or what she, does she think? She's cookies. happy to
1: come in for free cookies. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: yeah. it. Okay. Yep. So, what else about fidelity? What do you? What can you tell the listeners out there? What do you think is a reason why, if you live in in that neck of the woods, you're listening? Which, of course, they do. Um, what's the reason that you should want to come and bank with you?
1: Well, aside from the fact that Forbes named us again in their top banks in Pennsylvania, we're number three for 2019. Um, we, we really. Most banks will say, "You know we're a community bank, but we really take that as an important piece. Um, we do a lot of community service, all of our colleagues um do things that are you know true to their heart. Mm-hmm. They might have a favorite charity or something that they want to volunteer for, and we encourage that um, We do a lot of random acts of kindness i'm sure you've heard yeah. of that yeah. before we um, love it um. I think, you know, that I've done a few of those over the past two months. And I'm telling you, people just cannot believe it. I Uh mean, we go out. I went to um, a a little diner and bought everybody's lunch one day. And (gasps) the the people were like, what? And they're like looking around for me, you know, and they were coming over and hugging me and thanking (laughs) me. And they couldn't believe that a bank is doing this. I love it. Um, I did, you know, did one of those at... King's Pizza and Mountaintop, and the same kind of reaction. It was they're just incredulous to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, is there, just, a, is oh, there anything
0: sorry. anything really exciting planned for the grand opening? We having bands we, and all kinds of things. And.
1: All, well, all of the plans are not finalized as of yet, but I do know we um, we are giving away a bmw mm. oh yeah, um, cool. uh-huh. all right. it's an x3
0: i'm in and
1: yeah. uh so there'll be some you know information coming out about that and you know pri- the prizes would be things like you know tvs i think there's an ipad i heard being bantered around there not really sure um of all what's what will be finalized because that's not uh, no, that's for not noel in the marketing uh-huh. group yes um but yeah we're, we'll have some nice prizes and um you know, some giveaways, a lot of fun. I'm sure there will be food of different oh, types. Yeah. So, good. Beth,
2: if how would anybody get to know, get to if they wanted to meet you, um, come to your bank, uh, open an account, what's a way they can get in touch with you? How can they do that? You're... <laughs> You're, well. Yeah, because you're trying to think. You know, phone number yet. All right. Yeah, so, dial the, the, ri- the, the regular number, which is 504 8001, 570 504 8001. That is the actual number to the bank, and they will answer that because God knows I call it the <laughs> time. <laughs> is, is that is the be dialed, but not only that, I used to work there, so I kind of remember numbers. Yeah. You're a banker, I remember numbers. I can't help it. But, um, so, Beth, good luck to you. And, you know, we have two couple more seconds. But did, was it that bad. No, it see how much like, I said. What and you didn't? Did, let's give her a round of applause, Freddie. Freddie, let I'm like
1: one of the, one yeah, the most iconic job, personalities baby. in the world,
2: and I'm saying that you did excellent. There you go. Oh, wow, thank Although, you. Lord, Scam me on. I want Thank to ask you. about the fancy design of the Fidelity Bank building. Here we go. Building. Sorry. It's there an we excellent go. design. It's definitely very eye-catching. It is very uh, When you say Fidelity, everybody knows right off the bat just, that wonderful just, design. I know it. And how long, I want to know real quick, how long has that been like a fixture for Fidelity? Has that been something? Since
1: Westside, right? Oh wow. well, yeah, Westside was the first one, yeah. so... That was before my time, I'm not right. sure what that year that are. was. Yes, well, we, you ladies must so. know yes. uh,
2: <laughs> I can't remember the date, but it's going, going good. Anyway, Beth, welcome uh, to the Fidelity team. Welcome here. Hope you're welcome back anytime, and um, best of luck to you. Thanks for having me. Okay, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. You uh, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.